0: Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Back to the Future, the best movie of all time, one minute at a time.
1: I'm Scott Corelli. And I'm Nick Amenez in the News.
2: And I'm Paul Montgomery from the OComics podcast and panels.net.
1: All right. Welcome back,
0: Paul. Hi. Uh, another day, another minute. Today, we are going back to minute 22 which begins with Doc pulling Marty into the uh, the, the danger zone, <laughs> um, and right into uh, the danger zone. Right into the danger zone, and uh, ends with uh, the DeLorean exploding and leaving a trail of fire. I wonder what happened Dis- with that.
2: Disintegrated the dog. Yeah, yeah.
0: Poor Tiger. The death of the death of Einstein. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: that is the uh the alan silvestri cue the name of it's, it's disintegrating einstein i believe <laughs> it's the name of the music track
0: oh that's that's good that's i wonder if you knew that this movie was about time travel and you got the alan silvestri score and saw something that said disintegrating einstein and just thought so they just they just go back in time and they just disintegrate albert einstein this, this is there kind it
2: is. of weird Kill him. <laughs> like bill and ted's excellent adventure would that be before or after when that would have been, yeah, been after that would yeah. have been after yeah so but so you're looking at the cassette and you're looking at the track listing and <laughs> is this some weird avant-garde kind of title like is guys, guys. sylvester being kind of fancy about it or
1: <laughs> yeah holy shit why okay new theory so you know marnie mcfly is like at high school and he's like oh geez and like the teacher comes in <laughs> and he's like hey we have two new students and it's bill and ted why have those two franchises never crossed over
0: i i don't think i could handle those two franchises crossing over like oh my gosh like yeah like you know they're both comics now that's true well i think the bill and ted one is over now but um yeah that's something that could definitely work in a comic i could see that five archies but i don't think i don't think uh i don't think bobby g would let that happen because (laughs) um he is uh you know he's sort of the custodian of the Back to the Future brand. He's the Dan Aykroyd. Well,
1: he's the opposite of Dan Aykroyd, but he does do yeah. it. he does do what Dan Aykroyd does with Back to the Future.
0: Right. He just but he's very stingy with it. Sure. Um with This is brand. Bob
2: Gale. Yeah, Bob Gale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Yeah. Sorry.
0: We've we've come to calling them uh, <laughs> Bobby G and Bobby Z um, on the show just because it's
1: Cause we, more fun. we're the, they're our friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
0: So. Doc says, "You, you. This kind of opens with that, like that, that really. I mean, you know, Back to the Future is loaded with famous lines, but this is like in the probably, top five,
1: top three.
0: Yeah, top, especially for Doc, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's if my calculations are correct, when this baby hits eighty-eight miles per hour, you are gonna see some serious shit. Can we? You know, he doesn't curse enough. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I actually I think he curses just enough. Like, I, I feel like." I I also like the the juxtaposition between the doc uh, this doc who who says something like shit Mm -hmm. and then the doc of 1955
1: who I could never imagine saying shit. Yeah, well, this is the doc that is like you know just come back from Libya. (laughs) Yeah, like we don't know how that how that adventure changed him. You know,
0: although although apparently that's uh, that's that is up for debate. I saw that. (laughs) I saw that.
1: I saw that on the comment board. Yeah.
0: Um, and there, and there's more than just that. Like there, I, I've been getting like tweets, personal tweets and stuff about it too. People just being like, why do you guys think Doc went to Libya? And I'm just like, my answer is just like, I, it's, it's, it's cool
1: fun to think that he went to Libya. Well, like, yeah. Like, like what? He just ordered it? No, that's so boring. He like him and like Baloo from Tailspin like <laughs> traveled through Libya. He like jumped out of a plane yeah, with with Einstein on with his back. With Einstein like kind of tethered kind of like Yoda style to his back. Yeah. Or no, or kind of like uh the that happened. Yeah, he's um you know that thing where the you're like attached to the jumper. Right? Like it's imagine that in Einstein. Imagine yeah. a two-page spread of Doc jumping out of an exploding <laughs> plane. With Einstein, like, like huggy strapped to him.
2: And you have to do the thing where... The Indiana Jones thing with the map where the DeLorean's going across the, yeah. Across oh, the ocean. yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, oh, that's gosh. perfect. I'm just saying. Ah, there's uh, so many things you can do with Doc.
0: Yeah. So my, my initial thought upon him saying that line is uh oh our, that's that's cool that we're gonna see some serious shit when it hit, hits 88 miles per hour. Where are we gonna do that because we're certainly not going to do it in a mall parking lot right <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean well, it's an, it's, an, it's a pretty empty mall parking lot and it's uh it's you know it's 115 116. That's
1: true. I mean like you can do it outside of your house, you know do you do you think you could actually legitimately get a
0: car up to 88 miles per hour fast enough? Oh, yeah. In yeah. A, in a, in, okay. Well, a DeLorean, I mean,
2: in an, sure. empty, in an empty mall parking lot. What's, you know? what, what's a DeLorean
0: with, got
1: under the engine? I with, mean, with, bullets got
2: plutonium under the... Under the-
1: yeah, oh, okay. the thing what is, is like, we, we don't really know. Yeah, this thing has, like, you know, NOS in it. Yeah, is it like a... Oh, okay. So you, you think that he's, like, souped it up so that it can get to 80 I think faster. so. I mean, like, he's... Because he had to do something with the engine, you know, in order for it to communicate with, like, the, the radio. The, the right. remote control.
2: I heard before they had Vin Diesel do the cameo at the end of Tokyo Drift, it was going to be Doc Brown.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I heard your new Han. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. Run so you get, to, you get it
2: up to, this is probably the parking lot where all the people in, in Hill Valley go to, to learn how to drive.
1: Oh, yes, yeah. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, the old. It's probably
0: also where they where they did a lot of drag racing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the kids.
1: Did some drag racing.
2: Biff has certainly done some drag racing. Oh, yeah. For
1: sure. I just saw saw the blob last night. That had a really good drag racing scene. Steve McQueen drives a car backwards. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I have a question about friction. Please. Okay. So the way that Doc gets the car up to 88 miles per hour with very little uh, runway Mm -hmm. is that he starts – revving the engine up um to 65 miles per hour in with with like with the brake on and then he lets the brake off and then the car goes off and then makes up the last 23 miles mm-hmm. per hour yeah does that work does that is that a thing that would happen or would would it I feel like it would be I feel like friction would be the enemy here and you would get it up to 65 but then it would just drop right back down to like 30 almost immediately.
1: You kind of like how in uh, like in Mario Kart how you can like rev it too much and then well, <laughs> Yeah. Right. And then you're like whoa whoa. Like <laughs> right.
2: I think he's being a little bit conservative because the pavement is wet. Oh. oh. It's noticeably wet. It is so he doesn't want to get he doesn't want to get it up to 88 before they're ready to go. He wants it to be he, he Doc Brown has a flair for the dramatic, and he wants it to, to disappear, to dissipate, bef- right before it's going to hit him and Marty. <laughs> Which is... He, that's part of his presentation.
0: But, the, but, the, but I love that it's part of his presentation because he literally says, when the, if my calculations are correct, <laughs> right. when this hits 88 miles per hour, we're going to see some serious shit. Otherwise, we're not going to be seeing anything because we're both going to be dead. Hey Marty. Die with me, Marty.
1: <laughs> and not not
2: just that, but but Einstein's going to go to jail probably. <laughs>
1: yeah. for manslaughter, Mur- murdering these two right. humans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this <laughs> just
0: the news on, on the Hill Val- Hill Valley Morning News tomorrow. It's just like
1: a dog drives a car and kills two men <laughs> and is immediately put down. <laughs> but okay, wait. So oh. you know, go- going by okay, going by Paul's like thing, if Doc's like. You know, either this works or we're dying. There's this incredible moment where Marty tries to get out of the way, and Doc like holds him down and shoots yeah. him with this look, and says, yeah. like, "No, no, no!" But with this context, <laughs> it's like, "Oh, no, 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 no! We die together."
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a bit like that. Marty is showing a bit of uh, of his pedigree. That's a bit of his dad there, wanting to dash out of the way. Yeah, like, oh and, yeah. No, no, no. And Doc is showing him, no, you got you gotta to face down the DeLorean. That's
1: the, that's yeah. the coward's way out. He, well, he just doesn't, I mean,
0: if Marty doesn't understand what's about to happen at all. Yeah. Like he, has, he has no idea. He just knows that a car is racing toward him at yeah. 88 miles per look, hour.
2: With a dog behind the wheel.
0: Is, the look yeah. Doc gives him is like, what are you doing? What?
1: No, just stay where you are. It doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love I love the look he gives him when Marty starts to inch away, and he just yeah. like looks at him, and then looks at the ground where Marty is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and Marty slinks get, back over.
1: Get, get your ass back here! What do you think you're doing? Yeah, what? You, what, what? I mean, I told
0: you, you don't get
2: shit? to where Doc Brown is, the inventor of time travel or retroactive time travel, by dodging out of the way. You got to yeah. have faith. You gotta you gotta be able to play chicken with a DeLorean. Yeah,
1: Doc's been hit by a car before. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure.
0: Um, so the uh, the remote control. I looked up the remote control. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, it is a uh, Futaba transmitter, which is uh, Futaba Corporation, which is a Japanese company,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and they actually um, they do the the remote control stuff because this is a remote. Con- th- this particular model is a remote control for. Uh, RC airplanes.
2: Sure. Yeah, I, w- I would have guessed airplanes.
0: Yeah, um, but they actually uh, Futaba. What they what they are mostly known for are uh, VFDs, which are vacuum fluorescent displays, which is what everything in the Delorean is made of. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, uh, the the production designers or gadget or, or like prop designers or whoever. Just showed up at at Futaba one day and was like, "Give us all your cool stuff," and I'm they just huh. gave them a bunch of things,
1: buddy. I'm about to make your year.
0: Yeah the uh, the whole like the display on the time circuits that's that's a Futaba display, um a Futaba vacuum fluorescent display. So. I just thought that was kind of So
2: that would make sense that you'd you would you'd be able to find an invoice in uh, in in Doc's garage to see, you know, like all this stuff from the Futaba, you know. Yeah and and like everything else from from Weyland Utani probably.
0: Right, right, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, no, that and that's that's the sort of thing. Do a bulk
2: order and then yeah.
0: Yeah, well that's the sort of thing that's why the time circuits from last minute bug me so much is because you're completely right and that attention to detail is usually a staple of the, of of at least this first movie um because they they have a story you have a story for everything mm-hmm. that happens before the movie like one of the things that we noticed you know in the in the garage is that there's there's burger king wrappers and cups everywhere
2: cuz they're right next door to a burger king exactly
0: yeah. but you know that garage was shot on a set and so they had to have the forethought of knowing that there was going to be a Burger King next to the location where they were going to shoot the exterior. Well, it's that have it's that and given- probably a
2: combination of product placement like, you know, they have the Burger King, you know, like that's their product that they're going with and sure, sure, they're Absolutely. not gonna, it's not going to be a mix of Burger King and Have we balance. given
1: the the set designer, production designer some love yet on this on this podcast? I don't I don't know. You should cuz Okay, great. I'm about to we're not gonna. I mean, it's it's gonna keep getting awesome. So I'm gonna I'm gonna like write down their 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 shit one day. Okay. So we can give them some love.
0: Um. Yeah. So I, I don't know that that sort of thing. But like, yeah. So that that this just the the Futaba thing just reminds me of the Burger King thing. Yeah. Um. Only less product placement, but still mm. there's like a story behind it. Yeah. Sure. I think is, yeah. Mm.
1: Is great. Well, um, I mean, it's kind of like how you know Tony. You know, uh, Tony Stark always has like this kind of watch you know right right or like james Mm -hmm. bond doesn't james bond have like a really like rolex or
0: yeah something yeah and obviously he's always got he's always got the beamer
1: the beamer yeah Yeah. heineken he's a big fan of heineken
0: now yeah he is a big fan of heineken which
2: is yeah that's where you that's where you make like the either the prestige or like the um Domesticality, I guess you would say for Burger King, like you make it that you make that product placement work for you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, the only one that sort of Burger
1: er King when he got back from uh, the Middle East.
2: Yeah, that's the (laughs) first thing he wanted, Um, and just to sit on the floor and do his press conference. Um, (laughs) Dad, yeah, but um, the 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 only one that that's jumped out at me so far, and this is going back to a a previous minute, was the Mountain Dew hat.
0: Oh Uh, yeah. Mountain Dew guy. It's
2: it's the only one that really just like leapt out at me is like that's kind of weird. But.
0: Yeah, we all decided that he was uh, an adult arcade gamer. Okay. <laughs> he was, that he was on his way to the arcade. He's one of that, those. That dads. hat. That hat was something that he earned with tokens or tickets or something. <sighs>
2: I, was, I like it just in my headcanon and it was like he used to work for Mountain Dew or something. <laughs> oh, okay. just, he'd deliver the cans or like, you know, he refills the, you know, the vending machines or something, I don't
1: know. I don't know, it
0: sounds yeah, a little far-fetched. And they, yeah. and they and they and they let him they let him go and on the way out he was like, I'm taking
1: this hat. I'm taking the yeah. hat. <laughs> I'm still standing. You can't stop me. I'm, I'm still just, strong. One
2: year, one year short of the gold watch, gets the gets the hat,
1: gets the baseball cap.
2: It's a great cap. It's just, it's like, it's just like boom, like billboard. Yeah. Give oh, me yeah. this hat,
1: Mary. For ten years, I did ten years <laughs> with that company. Don't you? Don't I? Don't want to see this hat on the coffee table. You hang it up.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: And I think also in this minute we get to see like some some reaction shots from uh behind the the wheel. So we get to see that Einstein is totally into this yeah it's like oh, this yeah. is getting exciting
0: yeah he he is getting, i'm going
2: t- to be like screw it like uh I'm the, I'm the real like you know, i am the the real pioneer <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, to, you know to quote drake if i die i'm a mother effing legend
0: yeah. <laughs> he's yeah I, I i i love uh i love how calm he is though still <laughs> like he's panting a little but he's still you know
1: <laughs> he's like no he's like whatever
0: yeah, it's fine. And, like, you know, we'll see it again. We'll see it more so in the next minute.
1: Sure.
0: Um, but he's a very calm dog. He's like, I yeah. ain't
1: scared. God's got a plan for me. <laughs> this is the way I go. This is the way I go.
0: All right. Well, that's all I got for this minute. You guys have anything else? Me? Uh, no, I'm also good. Uh, I'm go good. Mavericks. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 23. In the meantime, you can check out our website, backtothefutureminute.com, or email us, contact, at backtothefutureminute.com. You can follow us on Twitter, at bttfminute. I'm at Scott Corelli, Nick is at Nick M. Jimenez, and Paul is at Fuzzy Typewriter. Our Tumblr is bttfminute.tumblr.com. We're also on Facebook, so you can like us on Facebook and uh, and follow us there. And uh, leave some reviews on iTunes. That's always, that's always really, really helpful, especially if they're five stars. Hint, hint. Uh, and then uh, check out Nick and I's other podcasts, Not Writing, uh, The Doctor's Companion, which is our Doctor Who podcast. And then uh, Geek by Night, which is an audio drama that Nick and I are writing that starts up January 6th. So uh, that's all we got, and we will see you tomorrow. Bye.
1: Good Bye.